Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Dynasty After Dark. This is part three of the running back ranking. So if you have been listening and if you're listening to the overall one, you just heard tier one and tier two, but it's been a couple days for me and Dale here. So find us over on Twitter at TDC underscore Calvin or at Dynasty underscore Dale. Dale, pretty good uh, pretty good bowl game yesterday. The, the championship uh, yeah. game, a uh, complete blowout there by, yeah, by Georgia. Horrible. I <laughs> yeah no it yeah it was horrible I did not watch it I'm glad I didn't even waste time watching I uh I asked Megan my wife she does not like sports at all she just does not care about sports I said do you know who's playing she goes Georgia and I said yeah and TCU and she go I said do you know who's gonna win and she goes Georgia said it so confidently she has no idea I was like oh yeah you're right <laughs> they're going to blow them out and lo and behold Ready, right. Oh my goodness, I was an ass whooping. So, um, all right. That said, you know, it kind of stunk because you didn't get to see many highlights from many of the TCU players. But yeah, the Georgia defense, man, is just on another level. And um, TCU, it was a Cinderella story for for sure. But yeah, it had to come to an end, I guess. So, <laughs> yeah. I was hoping to see a lot of Kendra Miller, who we just talked about on last episode. But um, agreed. Yeah, didn't get agreed, that chance because. Yeah. Yes. It was such a ass whooping, but all right. Well, so that's well, 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 and and on top of that, like he had his knee injury, so yeah, that is true. Yeah, so that's gonna be something to look out for for like future. But you know, I, I don't think that's gonna affect his draft stock. He's a running back. What running back doesn't have a knee injury? So. I know. <laughs> so, um, you know, it's crazy, and and we're talking about running backs here. So this is tier three of the running backs. Thank you guys for for tuning in for this one as well. And this is some spicy names here today. We got four guys that we're gonna talk about, but. Um, I'm, I'm, I am just going to be a little, little, uh, transparent here. So Bijan Robinson, we talked about him in tier one. He's our one a, you know, kind of a tier of his own almost there, but, um, he's kind of becoming the consensus number one dynasty running back. And I'm in a startup right now and, uh, it's going to start tomorrow or Thursday. It's going to start Thursday first thing in the morning. And, um, I'm in the six, I'm going to be the sixth pick. It's a super flex. So probably you know all your top top quarterbacks are going to be gone and i'm going to have a choice between Bijan robinson or uh justin jefferson so it's going to be interesting to see what i actually end up end up doing but you know the hype that Bijan gets i feel like i could get almost feel like i could get justin jefferson plus at this point which is going to be crazy so I, I, yeah I, I i would definitely agree with that i mean I mean, if you make the pick, I would go JJ all day. <laughs> right. Well, it's it's also tight in premium. Me. It's tight in premium, so I'm also Ooh. thinking pits there. So you know, it, it's going to be yeah. tough there. But um, yeah. but yeah, That's just fun. just to be transparent with everybody, I said trade Bijan Robinson, but you know, I'm almost thinking of taking him so I can trade him actually closer to the actual NFL yeah. draft. But um, yeah, it's going to be going to be interesting because we're doing a a rookie plus vet draft here where you're you're kind of drafting rookie picks. You know, you're not. We'll we'll take the mm-hmm. the rookie picks after the actual NFL draft and everything. So if I take a rookie pick, the first rookie pick, the one hundred and one, I'm not guaranteed to take Bijan Robinson at this point in time. I could always flex out of that if I wanted to, but um, yeah, it's going to be interesting to see where a lot of these rookie picks start to fall with with the startup here. And there's a couple names here um, that we're going to talk about here shortly that I think are going to go higher in this startup than I probably anticipate with those rookie picks. But, you know, I like these guys, but there's some question marks on them. And I think that's the the best way to kind of to talk about them right here. So 
The first guy in this tier that I wanted to talk about with you is going to be Zach Evans. And Zach Evans is pretty much the universal number three guy for a lot of people right now. Um, he's listed at 5'11", 212 pounds, played for TCU for two years, and then transferred over to Ole Miss, where he played a full season as a junior there. Pretty interesting breakdown, you know, through two years at TCU, 146 carries, 1,000 yards, um, 1,063 if you're being precise there, nine touchdowns, you know, 18 catches, 200 yards, a touchdown there. One year at Ole Miss, 144, so two less carries. So um, he got a lot more usage at, at Ole Miss than he did at TCU. Almost the same amount of yards, you know, 930 versus 1,060. So a little bit less there. Um, same nine touchdowns, 12 catches. So he's a very good prospect. But here's the thing with, with Zach Evans. And I just, I'm not sold on him being as good as a lot of people. And, um, when you start to talk about him, I'll show a couple highlights here, but you know, I think that he's a big play kind of guy. He's a powerhouse kind of guy on the ground. He's got, um, a lot of tools that are very good, but the one thing that does have me really worried about him is his pass catching usage. And, you know, I don't think he's the most natural pass catching back. And for fantasy football, all I ever play in is PPR. I don't do standard at all ever. Um, it's just boring and half point PPR, yeah, it's just kind of watered down a little bit. It, it neuters some of those top guys. I like having more mm-hmm. options, you know, your Monroe, St. Browns, those type of guys who are more PPR machines, right? So I like full PPR. I'm never going to play in a half or a standard. And in, in that case, Zach Evans is someone that makes me a little nervous. And, um, you know, 10 touchdowns, 20 touchdowns total in his career. We're talking about a couple guys last time, Kendra Miller, Zach Charbonnet. These guys are in tier two and they're just smoking him in terms of touchdowns. You know, they find the end zone. There's, there's no question whether they're going to be able to get in the end zone. So I don't know. Zach Evans is someone that I like, but I'm just not as sold as the community. You know, ever, like I said, consensus number three overall, I think that there's just a little bit of more risk to his profile than what a lot of people are willing to admit right now. What are your thoughts on on Evans? Um, I, I I will say with Evans that that he has a lot of talent, but I mean he hasn't produced as much as 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 some other backs that we're going to talk about. You know, I I think he is very interesting because of how explosive he is. Um, you know, I mean, I I I do know for Old Miss that they were more run heavy and more run committed in the past couple years. Um, so, so he was, he was a part of that last year. Um, and, and I think their quarterback did have quite a few like rushing touchdowns. I feel pretty confident on that. So, so, so that kind of plays a part into his stats, you know, in, in, in his touchdown and, and, and rushing stats too. So, sure. Um, so, you know, you know, so having, having part of that, um, you know, I, I wouldn't worry about, production per se you know on, on that part yeah yeah his the uh the quarterback had I mean, <laughs> well he only had one touchdown i guess but jackson dart yeah yeah but 128 carries yeah, is a yeah, lot for, yeah yeah, <laughs> for yeah, yeah 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 yes yes it was a lot of carries and, and a yard and a, and a lot of yards taken away from Mm-hmm. Evan. So, you know, I wouldn't worry too much about that. I mean, I I will say that he has a lot of talent and and that if he played played in a different system, 
you know, like, you know, for instance, if he played in like Georgia's system, you know, I think he would flourished. Yeah. Yeah. The, the, the biggest thing for me on Zach Evans is he's not even the best running back on his team, you know, uh, Quinchin, Quinchon Judkins, uh, if I'm saying that right, he's a freshman this year. He just destroyed Zach Evans in pretty much every measurable um, you could ask for. And he just, yeah, really outproduced Zach Evans. And, you know, that's yeah. a little concerning to me <laughs> for a junior who should be a lot more well-prepared, played for TCU, now playing for Ole Miss. Lane Kiffin offense, you know, loves the run a lot more. Mm-hmm. It's just, I don't know. I just don't love what I see. I think that he's good, just not great, you know. And and that's where I think someone like Zad Charbonnet or Kendra Miller, they have that explosive next level above someone like Zach Evans. So um, that's the only thing with him. And, you know, we'll see where he gets drafted ultimately because I think yeah. for this tier of guys, I think draft position is going to be huge. And I am not someone that likes to even care about you know, draft capital or anything like that. But if he doesn't go to a good spot, that's where I'm nervous, right? You know, if he goes somewhere, let's say he goes to the Jets in round four, you know, as a Michael Carter replacement or something, decent draft capital in round four, but it's just, we'll we'll see where he ultimately ends up. Again, I like him. I just don't love him, you know? And, and that's kind of the biggest thing with, with Zach Evans. So, you know, this is early rankings. We say this every episode. So if you're watching the overall video, I'm apologizing here for for being repetitive. But you know, if you're just watching this one, I just want to make sure it's clear that these are early rankings, right? So this is subject to change. But I'm going to be very interested to see where Zach Evans comes out in the combine because when I watch Zach mm-hmm. Evans, the other big thing about him is I don't think he's very fast and if you're not super fast that kind of takes away from your explosion a little bit and if you're not getting those catches and again it's college so you got to take that with a grain of salt you know um who was it kenneth walker didn't have a ton of usage in the passing game mm-hmm. um last year still you saw it this year with seattle he can do it just fine so you always got to take that with a little bit of a grain of salt but i just don't think zach evans is that fast and if he's not fast and explosive that way I don't think he's that shifty in the backfield. So, again, he's good, just not elite in any category. And the guys above him, like I said, I think that they're elite in some other category. So um, I just want to preface that, you know, why I have him ranked so much lower than some of these other guys. It's not that I don't like him. It's just I like those other guys more. So um, Zach Evans, good prospect. Combine's going to be huge for him, you know, what he tests at, how his explosive numbers kind of come in for him, and then draft capital as well is going to be very critical for him. So any other thoughts on Zach Evans? No, I, I and, and well, well, um, it's it's kind of going off what you're saying. You know, I, I do agree with all that. You know, I, I feel he's a capable pass catcher, but, like, he doesn't do anything special. Like, he's not, like, I mean, I mean, he's, he's solid at a lot of things, and, you know, I feel he's quick enough to make it in the NFL and make some people miss, but it's 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 not really that game breaking talent that you would like to see in a running. Sure. So Zach Evans, we'll see where he goes, but we're going to kind of transition. So we're going from Zach Evans, not one of the most explosive guys, to Sean Tucker, who might be the most explosive back in this entire class. The dude is ridiculous. So Sean Tucker. Two, um, he w- comes in at 5'10", 205, plays for Syracuse, and this guy is a track superstar. I think we mentioned it on the last episode. Um, 
correct me if I'm wrong, but you know, I think that the 40, there's a real chance that he runs like a 4-2-40 just because he is a track star. Um, I think he runs like the 100-meter dash and the 200-meter dash in track and field. So he's going to be more than comfortable getting down in the sprinter stance that they do at the mm-hmm. Combine. He's going to just yeah. absolutely fly. Now, his stats, pretty good. You know, Sean Tucker, I like him quite a bit. My biggest piece on Sean Tucker is he's a little smaller, right? 5'10", 205. You know, he's a little bit more compact. He's shorter, 5'10". You know, you like to see that if you're a little lower on the weight. Maybe he comes in and the combine, again, will be something that we want to see for him, what he weighs in at officially. Because let's say he comes to the combine at, at 210, 212, somewhere in that range. Good size there. But if he's slower, then that's where it's going to be um, that trade-off. You know, we... It's always the risk that these guys kind of have to play with themselves. Do I come in a little bit heavier and, you know, I look a little bit better from that measurable, but, you know, my 40 gets docked a little bit there. So it's something that you have to play with for him. But this guy can fly, man. So through his three years at Syracuse, 589 attempts, uh, 3,000 yards, an average of four and at four point or 5.4 per carry, 27 touchdowns. And again, excuse me. The biggest thing for him is um, 27 touchdowns through three years. Again, we just talked on Zach Evans, only 20 touchdowns through three years. It, it, it's just kind of concerning there where everyone seems to be a little bit more explosive than 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 Zach Evans. And again, I don't want to dogpile on Zach Evans, but Sean Tucker is very explosive. 64 catches, you know, really didn't do much as a freshman. 36 catches this year for 254 yards. He was more explosive through the air last year. Um, He had 20 catches for 255 yards, so he had the exact same yardage on 16 less catches. But, you know, two touchdowns in each year, so four total through the air, 31 total touchdowns in college. Pretty good, pretty good stats. I like Sean Tucker a lot. Um, A lot of comps that I've kind of seen him to is the next Austin Eckler. But, you know, I don't know if that's – Austin Eckler is an outlier, man. That's why mm-hmm. we always got to be careful with yeah. with some of these guys of just giving them. Um, everyone always looks, especially this time, for the positives. Everyone, nobody likes to acknowledge the negatives, right? There's a lot of guys that come into the NFL at 205 and they just don't make it, right? They're not fantasy superstars like Austin Eckler. This guy could be. This guy legitimately could be because of his speed and his explosion and his hands. Like I think he does have pretty good hands. Like he is the guy that I think could be the next Austin Eckler. But again, you're mm-hmm. betting on an outlier there. I'm fine with it, but I just I like some of those safer options a little bit more. What are your thoughts on on Tucker here? Uh, well, it's it's with Tucker. I I really like him. I mean, I I think I like him more than Miller. You know, I I I I I think he, I, I would say he's probably my third or fourth guy honestly um it's it's well like with him him being shifty and and like having re- really quick feet and, and and being able to switch direction is really going to play well in the nfl you know he's he's strong he has soft hands which also plays nice in the nfl you know um you know i i, I do agree he's 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 quick but i don't i i, I i'm not sure how fast he's going to yeah. Is, is 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 the big thing you know um i'm with him playing at syracuse like he was playing a lot of acc talent mm-hmm. and that's not as comparable like, <laughs> you know whether it's like sec or, or 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 big 10 defenses you know you know in in and and they're not as 
they're just not as 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 the as the other defenses that you may see in college football. So you know you know I I I think he's going to be just fine. You know I I can see him being a I can see him being like a late day two pick. Mm-hmm. Um, you know um. I think he's going, probably going to end going, up being a second round pick, to be honest with yeah, you. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I, I can see like a second, third round pick for him. You know, it's pretty easily, you know, I would really love to see him go to like San Francisco would be great. <laughs> Not you know, another one. He, no, he, no. I know. Oh, running backs go to die. I know, I know, I know. I, <laughs> I know, I know. I fully agree with that, and I really doubt they're going to take a run. I'd love to see him go. You know where I'd love to see him go? I would love to see him go to um, Arizona. James Conner's getting older. Interesting. Yes. James Conner's getting older, right? And I think that there's not a great option behind James Conner, and I think that Sean Tucker could be an explosive option, an explosive weapon. So we'll see what ultimately happens. But again, I think that. His 40 time, if he comes in, you know, let's say he comes in at 205, what he's kind of listed at now, 210 pounds, and he runs sub 4-3, which is possible, man, he's going, it is going to explode his draft stock. A running back that can run that yeah. fast, people are going to just be salivating over that just because of the uh, the potential matchup nightmare, right? Yes. You get this guy in space and he's just, he's gone, right? The, the NFL corners can't keep up with him, a lot of them. Oh. So, um, Sean Tucker, great prospect, has a lot mm-hmm. of pluses to his game. The only downside, again, for me, is just the size. And, you know, that's yeah. the only thing that yeah. I've knocked him for. And honestly, he's someone that could probably jump up, and he probably will jump up into Tier 2 for me. Um, probably Zach Evans will not. And ultimately, I'll have a mm-hmm. Tier 2 of uh, Kendra Miller, Sean Tucker, and Zach Charbonnet. But, you know, this early on in the game, I just had to knock him a little bit for the size, and that's the only thing against him. I do like I, – I, I think the, the talent, you know, that he played against, that's also a little bit of a knock to ACC, not known mm-hmm. for great football. But um, yeah. everything is there on paper for him to, to be an explosive option. So um, somebody to keep an eye on. Any, any last thoughts on Sean Tucker before we move on to the next guy here? Nope. All right, so the next guy we're going to talk on is going to be Tank Bigsby. So from Auburn, and what is his size listed at? So unfortunately, unlike his name, Tank and also Bigsby, um, he's not the biggest guy. He's only <laughs> six foot two thirteen, uh, which is kind of surprising. You know, if you're listed as Tank, you're you're kind of pre- predicting like a Cordero Patterson type of guy. You know, what I mean, just a right. huge mammoth human being. But that's not right. really his game, and. Um, Tank Bigsby, he's someone that's very interesting. So played for Auburn, SEC team, so already there, a little bit higher of a talent pool that he's playing against. 540 carries through three years there, um, 2,900 yards, 25 touchdowns. Again, 62 catches, and you love to see this from these guys. Like all, other than than Zach Evans, pretty much all these top guys have been utilized heavily in the passing game, and that's why I think this is such a good um class of of running backs coming out here is because all of them can catch and they all can do it pretty well um 62 catches through his career for only 448 yards not the best there but not a pivotal guy the hair you look at that someone like sean tucker he had um 
20 carries for for 250 yards or 20 catches for 250 yards meanwhile you got tank at 30 catches for 180 um he's someone that is good again not great and i kind of put him very comparable to zach evans um i think zach evans is just a little bit better on the ground than someone like tank bigsby uh you can see that kind of from their their average per carry there but i think tank bigsby does have a little bit better hands than zach evans so it's kind of a um flip of a coin there between those two specifically uh any thoughts on tank bigsby while we're getting into him yeah yeah it's it, it's on bigsby you know um you know like he's another good prospect like 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 i feel all these guys in tier three can be really i i don't want to say interchangeable but you know like it's kind of kind of just who you like mm-hmm. honestly so you know um you know i think he's gonna be fine um i know know for this last year that like bigsby ran behind a really really bad offensive line um so 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 you know i i, th- I think that's going to help him in the nfl be more patient and kind of wait for holes to open up mm-hmm. so, you know i i i i think that i i actually feel that's a really positive for him you know honestly and and then playing and then playing in the sec against more nfl style defenses and more nfl talent you know is is, is going to help him kind of project the same I feel in, 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 in the NFL, yeah. um, you know, so, you know, I, I, I feel he's a decent pass catcher. You know, I, I don't think he's anything special by any means, you know, on, on pass catching compared to like, yeah, uh, compared to Sean Tucker, who, who, who <laughs> yeah. we're talking about has, you know, has a soft hands can kind of go out wide and, mm-hmm. and, 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 and play that role. You know, I, I, I can see Bigsby kind of being, being more like of a screen game kind of guy yep. um, and, and stuff like that, which, and you didn't, which, which honestly, yeah. I was going to say, you didn't see that the highlight that I showed while you were talking there, but there is one catch where he does make a catch, you know, kind of leaning forward in the hands, not not necessarily. Yeah. Some of these guys have to be body catches and, and you mm. get knocked for that. But I I do think Tank is pretty good in the in the passing game. Okay, he's not, yeah. he's not. Christian McCaffrey, Great. but <laughs> you By don't me. always need yes. a Christian McCaffrey. Look yeah. at Leonard Fournette. Leonard Fournette's not the best pass catcher, but you know he's good enough through the air that he can get it done. So um, Tank Bigsby, great prospect. I like him quite a bit, again, that we talked about. And it's, it's just kind of funny. You look at his yearly stats here, and um, again, I don't watch enough college. So that's why Dale is a huge asset to to these this series of videos that we're going to be doing because I don't know much about Auburn's offensive <laughs> line. But when you say yeah. that, it actually does make a lot of sense based on his year-to-year kind of numbers here. So from his sophomore year to his junior year, um, he had about 50 less attempts, uh, attempts on the ground, lost about 130 yards on the ground as well. But he was more efficient, which does speak to – your patience and your vision that you were talking on. He had um, more catches, which means that they were dumping it off to him a little bit more because they're trying to just get the ball out of their quarterback's hands, you know, nine more catches there over the course of the season there for him. But yeah, it's just kind of the biggest thing is you can see the, the dip in the, in the attempts, the dip in the yardage, um, and then the increase in the, the catches, which just speaks perfectly to the offensive line was, was playing a little bit, more poorly this last year so um one way that i recommend everybody out there to look at stats because you're going to see all these numbers oh but he was more efficient uh, but the offensive line wasn't bad there's so many mm-hmm. stats out there that just can lie to you but this is so uh, when you can connect the connect the dots here right that like we just did you can see 
how he does it does speak to his good vision because he was more efficient on the ground even though he had a lot less yardage and everything like that so um something there just to think about and sorry i won't divert too much into how statistics can lie but statistics can as you know lie. so uh, absolutely <laughs> i'm sure that you can find a stat that makes him better than bijan robinson but uh yeah, it's not going to happen. So, um that is that is that on Tank Bigsby. Anything left that you want to talk on Tank before we move on to the last guy here? All right. The last guy for me in my tier number 3 is someone that's a little bit of a um out of left field, I'll say. Um he's someone that I like quite a bit and we had to google <laughs> how to pronounce his Last name, I'm probably going to butcher this, so I'm going to try and get it right on the first time. Um, Israel Abaniconda. There we go. Abaniconda. Um, five foot ten or five foot eleven, two hundred and fifteen pounds out of pit. And this guy is someone that reminds me Kendra Miller. I want to move this guy up, but it's pit. You know, they play in the ACC. Um, big jump up year to year for him on the ground uh, in terms of usage and big decrease this last year in terms of volume through the air, uh, his, his pass attempts, but massive uptick in efficiency. So just going through here, you know, first couple years, 28 carries his, his freshman year, 123 his sophomore year, and then 239 this last year. It's like literally you can just watch him progress on the ground as he got better and better and better. And this is why I like this kid so much. You know, I've railed on Zach Evans enough, you know, but he had 20 touchdowns. He had 28 touchdowns through three years after, you know, playing six games his freshman year, 13 last year, but only getting 123 carries and then 239 for 20 touchdowns this last year. Um, you love to see that. So total on the ground, 390 carries. 2177 yards um, 28 touchdowns but this is where it's very interesting on him is through the receiving he had 24 his sophomore year 24 catches for 200 yards and a touchdown 8.2 average there this year he cut that in half 12 catches for 146 yards 12.2 average there on the uh, through the air so He's someone that's very interesting. He's someone that I think is going to be slept on a little bit more in this draft class, and I think that he has all the potential there. I think that people are going to look at Pitt and, you know, helmet scouting in the rookie class is a real thing. People can say they don't helmet scout all they want. People are already saying, well, Ohio State doesn't produce quarterbacks, so C.J. Stroud would be terrible, right? But... CJ Stroud is my number one guy here, and I'm mm-hmm. not going to knock someone like Israel Abaniconda. There we go, um, because he's from Pitt, right? He has all the the measurables that you're looking for: five foot eleven, two hundred and fifteen pounds. Probably going to come in around two twenty to the to the combine. He looks very very fast on tape, and I'll show a couple highlights here in just a minute. And he's very explosive. What we can see from his junior year here at at Pitt and you love to see the progression year to year you know on the ground again you just see that that massive uptick in attempts every single year you would like to see that that receiving usage be kind of matched from year to year it does think that there was a pretty big um, decrease from his sophomore to junior year but to offset that he was way more efficient he had almost the same amount of yards 
through the air um, with half as many catches. So you love to see that there. So any thoughts on Israel before um, while I show some highlights here? Well, it, yeah, it's 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 the biggest thing on him. Like you know, I, I I feel he's he's very capable of you know of 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 running, and he and he's and he's a, and he's a decent route runner. I mean, again, it's it's nothing special. Like I feel he's very it's it's a very limited route tree that he ran at at Pitt. So you know, I don't feel that really helps him a, a, a whole heck of a lot. You know, um, I'm pretty sure Pitt, Pitt played more of a pro style offense. So. That's more like more of the offense that you're going to see, you know, obviously in in the in, in the NFL. So you know, I I think that might fit his running style better. Um, you know, I mean, I I I am worried about I I want to say about his size, but more of his frame, you know, his frame and stuff like that. So you know, you know, I I I, I see that he does have 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 like the measurables, but you know, I kind of think he's like a poor man's um pink bigs. You know, I would I would much rather have big personally um, than um, than uh, a Bonaconda. You know, you know, I I, <laughs> I, I, one, I, I, I was I, I was I was I was really trying hard. I was really trying hard to. It's gonna be uh, yeah yeah, yeah so, it's gonna be a tough yeah. one that people are gonna have to learn. But no, the yeah, one thing absolutely. with Pitt, you know, you have to take into account. So they got Kendon Slovis as their quarterback this year. Mm-hmm. Um, they did lose Kenny Pickett who, you know, was a super senior, I think. He played five years with Pitt. Um, it's a big change there in the offense, so that could explain the big dip in his his receiving this last year because he's got a whole new guy um, throwing him the ball. But I just think that I think that Israel is someone that is, like I said, he's going to be slept on. He, he's probably going to be a mid-second-round pick, and I think that he should be a top-six guy. So, um that's going to be where the massive value is, is in guys like this. Now, we'll see where he ultimately gets drafted. Probably going to be a fourth round draft pick. I don't know if Probably. I really, get, I don't really care if he gets third round or better though. Oh boy, I'm going to be all over this guy in pretty much every single league. So um, here's hoping that, and you can see, um, you couldn't see, but <laughs> the viewers out there, if you're listening on YouTube, watching on YouTube, or if you're watching on Spotify, I think I do have video on Spotify now. I haven't checked it yet, but um, hopefully it's it's working there. But um, if you're watching the podcast, you can see that in those highlights, it's very hard to bring him down with arm tackles. Like he's not going to go down from an arm tackle. You have to wrap him up and really bring him down. So that tells me that he plays with a little bit of power and he's got that explosive factor to him as well. That's why, you know, when I was talking about him versus Kendra Miller, I really like him just as much as Kendra Miller. Um, honestly, I think that my top six, if he gets third round or better, is going to be. Um, probably Bijan Robinson, Jameer Gibbs, Zach Charbonnet, Kendra Miller, um, Sean Tucker, and then this guy. So I th- that that's how much I like this guy. I'm planning a flag on him early, but I do understand there is some risk. You know, the conference takes into account that a little bit, but again, I'm not going to helmet scout there. Pitt has been good for a while. They they play some good teams and some good games out there. So. Yeah. Um, don't want to just knock him just for playing there. And we've seen guys come out of lower schools all the time, right? So um, don't mm-hmm. want to just knock someone too much. Isn't Saquon from Pitt too, by the way? Or uh, Penn? He went to Penn State. Yeah, Penn State. That's who I'm, yeah, I'm mixing them State. up with. But, um, but yeah, we've seen guys come to the NFL from smaller schools before and be just fine. So uh, just because he's from Pitt, don't let that deter you too much from him. But, you know, someone I'm optimal, optimal, 
optimally, op, optimistically, optimistically skeptical on here, um, where I think that he yeah. could definitely make a big difference here in your rookie draft. Someone that you can grab a little bit later. You're not going to have to break the bank on, and he's going to be a stud for a long time there. Any other thoughts on him before we move on to uh, the next? I mean, episode? I, I, I mean, I can see that, but you know, um, you know. I, I honestly see him being like a rotational guy. You know, I don't see him being anything super special. You sure. know, um, you know that 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 is how I see it. You know, I I don't see a lot of these guys being full time starters. You know, I I only really see probably two guys being 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 really full time starters. You know, with um, yeah Robinson and Gibbs. You know, you know, you know. I I I I really think. Abaconda can can contribute, but um, you know I think other guys that you have are would probably. It's possible, but you know the one thing too with um, with running backs more and more and more each and every year they're going more towards committees. The NFL mm-hmm. is cyclical, right? So eventually we're going to have workhorse powerhouse running backs come back where it's all workhorses everywhere for every single team. But for now, everybody's kind of right. going to a committee. So, you know, if he goes somewhere, I think that he has the talent that he can kind of stand out. You know, like, a, you know, the best comp for him, for me, is Dave Montgomery. And Dave Montgomery came from a smaller school. You know, people didn't expect him to be as good in the NFL or be a workhorse for Chicago. Um, There was always, oh, who was the little guy that they had? uh, Tariq Cohen was with him forever. And then uh, most recently the, um, what's his name? The, uh, who's the backup in in Chicago? Do you remember? I'm blanking on his name. Yes, Khalil Herbert, right? And Khalil Herbert, another guy, perfect example of a guy that came from a smaller school but has been very, very good. So I think that's kind of the role that uh, Israel's going to have to take in the NFL. He's not going to be drafted to be someone's starter, but he's going to be drafted to a to a backfield. You know, Let's say he goes to, to Miami. There's no way in hell that he's not going to take over the backfield in Miami within – a season, right? You know, the Tyler Algier for, for Miami there. So, um, someone that I like quite a bit, but yeah, we'll see where his combine stats kind of come in. We'll see where the draft capital comes in, but someone to pay attention to now. So you're not surprised by him kind of like a, an Antonio Gibson type of guy here. Um, but you know, Gibson is a little different cause he was a wide receiver in college, but yeah. That's it for this tier. So this tier, tier three, we've got Zach Evans, Sean Tucker, Tank Bigsby, and Israel Abanaconda. There we go. So thank you guys. We're going to take a quick break, and then we'll be back with tier number four.